0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today. We need your second opinion. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Sports Radio. Tommy in the mix, an abbreviated bridge show going to 650. Chris and Tim have the call then. The Nets are in Washington playing the Wizards. But we'll go and we'll get out of here and we're going to get hot right out of the gates. Because all you Yankee fans that heard and sat there for 90 minutes, most likely sleeping the entire time because it was boring, but the press conference that Aaron Boone and uh, Brian Cashman, we'll just call him the Yankees GM because that's what he is. I mean, they don't have a deal yet. He told you that today, and he was on with Carton Roberts, and he said it also in his press conference. He's the Yankees GM. But you heard them for 90 minutes today talk about how the Yankees are good and we're close and we're doing the right things. And if you're a Yankee fan... You have to be pissed off and ripping your hair out listening to this. And we'll start with Boone, and we'll take this one by one. There was no reason for Aaron Boone to meet the media today. No reason. He spoke for like 30, 40 minutes. There was no reason. It, w- it, w- it was boring. He didn't say anything. couple things, though, did jump out at me. Number one, why IKF, why Josh Donaldson are hills to die on, I have no idea. Boone basically telling you they're still on this that IKF was excellent defensively. I don't care what chart, what graph, what analytic, what some dude that took his cousin to prom told you. He sucked. Donaldson sucked. Period. And I get as a manager you want to defend your guys. That's all well and good. But the fan base doesn't buy any of this crap. So save it. You don't have to trash the guy, but I don't have to sit here and listen to you praise IKF's defense. It was horrible. It was pathetic. It was awful. And he should not be the starting shortstop when we get to opening day. Because that would be comical. You're not fooling anyone with this stuff. Back your players, whatever. Don't trash them, but don't prop them up. To the fans, because they're not buying it. They watch the games. They don't care about stats. They have eyeballs. And they watch the dude play, and he stinks. And they watch Donaldson play, and he stinks. And then there's Cashman. Which was, it was a weird presser in the sense that he doesn't have a new contract, but he's the GM. And they asked questions about Aaron Judge, and Evan and Craig asked some questions about Judge, and whether or not that they can, you know... Guarantee that they won't get outbid. And you heard that, yeah, he can't guarantee that. And I've talked about it, if you heard me on my bridge shows. You cannot, under any circumstances, if Aaron Judge wants to sign with the Giants because he has a hundred Pence poster on his wall, if they still have posters, or if his wife likes the weather when it's 65 degrees all year round and you freeze your ass off at night, if that's why he goes to San Francisco, thanks for the memories, enjoy it. You cannot get outbid, though. You cannot have the Giants come in here and write a bigger check for Aaron Judge. Here's another thing I heard today it's okay, right? It's fine. The Yankees are a top four or five team in baseball every single year. Well, as the great Derek Coleman said, whoopty damn do. When does the trophy for fourth place arrive? You want a participation award now? This is the Yankees. You used to be the kings of the American League. Now the Rays have beat you. The Red Sox have beat you. And the Astros own you. Own you. They are miles ahead better than you. And they're young, and they're deep, and they're talented And they got you beat in the mental game. They got you beat on the field. It's not even close. Anybody that's not an apologist or a shill can see that. Yet you heard from your manager and Brian Cashman that we're close. That the Yankees are close. They're not. They're not close. Did you watch the ALCS? They're not close at all. Who cares that they win 100 games? It doesn't matter. They play 162 meaningless games a year, period. It's about winning championships. How about you get to a World Series? How about you win one? That's what it's about. It's not about being in the top five best teams in baseball. It's about winning World Series. That's what the fans expect. The fans have packed the park night in, night out. When you root for the Yankees, there is an expectation level that is through the roof, and for good reason. Because you are an iconic franchise, not just in baseball, but in sports. And the fact that this team is going to run it back, continue to talk about analytics when your eyes are telling you the story, and they want to praise Donaldson, praise IKF, And tell you you're close to the Astros. Come on. That's ridiculous. Utter nonsense. They're not close. And it's insulting to hear that stuff. And if I was a Yankee fan, I'm not. But I'm a Mets fan. And I'm used to being sold on this type of garbage. So I get it. I recognize it. So I understand the frustration. And you should be frustrated because this is not good enough. It's not. I'm sorry. Winning 90-plus games or 100 games and getting bounced in the playoffs, whether it be the Astros, Tampa, Boston, you name it. Maybe next year it'll be the Blue Jays, the Mariners, both young, talented teams. If that's somehow good enough for you as a Yankee fan, then God bless. But I don't buy it. I'm talking about those diehard Yankee fans. The guys and gals that are trekking in, packing that place, hanging by the bars after the game. Diehard Yankee fans that have seen success and have seen championships and have seen parades. The glory years. This is unacceptable. It's just okay now that the Yankees are bridesmaids? Well, we won 98 games. Oh, well. Yeah, we, you know, we... uh Swept the Orioles in June in Baltimore. And we hit 45 home runs. Not good enough. Not good enough. Not when you're the Yankees. Not when you play in New York. They don't want to hear it. The Yankee fans don't want to hear it. And guess what? They're right. Because they root for the Ferrari, the Cadillac. The premier franchise in sports. And they sure as hell haven't acted like that in years. But they still are. They're still the Yankees. Act like it. Your fans are pissed. Your fans are tired. Your fans are beat down. They're upset. They want change. And you don't give it to them. And you run it back. And you give the same old tired answers and responses and press conferences. And that's a joke. And that's unacceptable from the Yankees. But that's it, and that's what you're getting. You're getting them. They're running it back, guys. I mean, that's it. And Aaron Judge, I don't know. If I was a Yankee fan, I wouldn't like the stuff I heard today from Cashman. I wouldn't. He didn't sound like a guy that was confident that they're going to get a deal done. Now, ultimately, it's going to come down to money, and that's, of course, above Brian's head. I, I get that. But, again, you can't let Aaron Judge, your MVP, your uncrowned captain, the of the face of your franchise— the face of your business, your brand. You cannot let this guy go to San Francisco for more money. You can't. Whatever they offer, offer more. Make him go to San Francisco for outside forces. Not for money. Not when you're the Yankees. This is a real interesting spot for the Yankees. Because they there is perception now... That they are not all about winning. There is the perception that they don't want to spend. And if Aaron Judge leaves for more money, well, that perception becomes reality. Tommy Lugauer here. Lugie, Tommy in the mix. Short bridge show. Going to 650. Chris and Tim on the call. The Nets are in Washington. We'll take a quick break, and we'll wrap it up right after this. All right, 647 here on the fan. Tommy Lugauer, Lugie, Tommy in the mix. One more minute here before we send you out to Washington. Chris and Tim got the call. And listen, it's been a, you know quite the week for the Nets and uh, Kyrie Irving. I agree with Evan. Kyrie will never play another game for the Nets. Uh, Ben Simmons is another joke. He can't even travel with the team. Good, that gives him plenty of time to order, uh, you know, sweaters online. And they've pumped the brakes on Adoka because I think they're going to blow this up, and you can't bring in that PR disaster in here right now. When you're going to get rid of Kyrie, you're going to get rid of Simmons. I don't know. I still see, uh, wait and see what they do with KD. It's possible you could bring in uh, Adoka at the end of the year after he serves his suspension, I mean, that's certainly not as big of a PR disaster, but you just can't bring that situation in right now with all the stuff going on and surrounding the Nets. Because uh, if you saw the reports earlier in the week, they were going to hire him within 24 to 48 hours. We are now well past that. So clearly they've pumped the brakes on that. Kyrie, like I said, and like Evan has said, will never play another game for the Nets. Simmons will be gone, he'll be traded. And they're going to have to rebuild. And listen, they have the Sixers' number one pick. They have. They, there's a, a path to the Nets getting good again. But this has just been an epic, epic disaster. And, and I certainly feel for all the Nets fans out there, because I know your hopes were super high. But you know what? Things happen. It's sports. It's very, very cruel. That does it for me. Tommy Lugauer. Lugie here. Tommy in the mix. My thanks to Triple V, Paulie Rosenberg. Enjoy the sports. Enjoy the weekend. The weather's supposed to be nice. I'm going to golf tomorrow. We will talk to you Monday, 2 o'clock. Carton and Roberts, Chris and Tim have the pregame here. Coming up right now, Nets in Washington. Later.